Hello and welcome to Part-Time Sport, where watching documentaries that are loosely related to sport is our part-time job. <laughs> oh yes, here we are, here we go, Dill. Um, as you can notice, listener, we've got a new host today, that's me. Carl Monaghan and um, <laughs> and we've got with us today Dill Thomas. Dill, say hello. Hello, there hello is. everyone. Uh, screwball this week, Cal, as everyone would have seen in the lovely title of the episode That's description. Uh, look, it's about baseball. It was on Netflix here in Australia. I'm sure it is globally. Cal, I've got to say, oh, well, I say it's about baseball. As you said in the intro, it's loosely related to baseball. I think we're fallen down the rabbit hole again and going, this is a sports documentary. Yeah. And it's pretty much about dr- uh, drugs. Yeah, it's drugs. Yeah. This is this is a lot of the trap that we keep falling into is that 50% of sports documentaries are just about performance enhancing drugs. And, Part-time drugs. And we saw, or I saw Alex Rodriguez. I was like, I've heard of him. And um, it turns out that it's sort of about Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez, if you could explain, Dil maybe who a bit of who alex rodriguez is and what this what this scandal is about maybe in relation to yes. major league baseball what screwball is is exactly. all about yeah, so yeah, yeah. a rod as he fourth with a rod shall be known we're gonna struggle A-Rod. to say that all the way through <laughs> can i can i call you simon <laughs> yeah, yeah. d-tom let's go let's which go, is D-tom. which which is actually just come on that's yeah yeah i've never thought yeah. of that that's simon england there's something yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's something in that um look this this whole documentary just before we kick off was a mm. strange one for me we'll get into our little ratings but mm-hmm. what as you said cal it's about the doping scandal in baseball so you're thinking your steroids you're thinking your testosterone oh, yeah, yeah. all the classics and, but, yeah and there was you know i think it even made i know it definitely made news here in australia did it make news in the UK as well? Like when this dropped, maybe, yeah. what was it, end of, like getting close to 2010, 2009-ish? Yeah, I was going to say 2008, but yeah, we, I definitely yeah. heard it. It's sort of how end I know of, of, of A-Rod and also Jennifer Lopez's husband or something like that. That's the only two <laughs> things I was aware of. From so following yeah, it, J-Lo. It made the news. But he's, he's, big, he's a big deal. He is essentially, he was the highest paid baseball player going and those guys get play, paid silly, silly money. He was the best yeah. of the best. Play, exactly, playing for the Yankees. Exactly all that jazz but this documentary let's let's question for you cal just so we always like to set the scene with this mm-hmm. let's go are we going closer to tyson or closer to center with this one yeah okay so i know like i've got a probably a slightly different view to you i'm going to put it probably about middle probably about par it's it's very good i think what they've done is very clever which we'll come on to but um, it's a good documentary if you're interested maybe a little bit in baseball it's um, there's not many baseball players in there not ones that I, I recognise as like a layman anyway it's more about the characters and about the story of drug scandal so I'm going to place it in the middle of Senna being the top and Tyson being the weird one I'm going to put it somewhere in the middle I'd recommend it to people like you know I'd say yeah Would it's, you? it's good yeah, yeah. It's good to watch. See, it's I, I, I reckon I reckon people because it does name drop like when you say there's not a lot of baseballs in it they, it name drops a lot of baseballs they're just not interviewed and yeah I th- it was it's, and we'll get to the main characters of this documentary they're the people that are more involved in the drug <laughs> side but in yeah, a strange yeah. way and yeah I don't know it just it just didn't didn't land I'm like I'm going more towards Tyson 
just because yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? But then I guess you watch the whole thing and you go a bit like, that isn't, it's an outrageous story. And it kind of just shows, I guess, a bit of big sport, like big business, if they want to just make something go away. Yeah, they just make it. They just make it go away. A hundred percent. And your favorite, your favorite phrase as we've uh, after how many episodes we've done is just follow the money. And that's again yeah. where we land with this because um, ultimately, everybody who's involved in this will just end up with it turns out just a bit of a slap on the wrist. But let's get into so let's introduce some of the characters because basically this is what this documentary this is, is worth watching for the characters alone. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna if you can give us a little brief introduction deal into tony bosch aka tony bosch dr t dr t this, this guy is it, it's worth just to watch if you want to just watch it for dr t go go and have a look here give us a little I, the lowdown I on th- dr t i thought at the start he was just going to be like a quick okay this guy's yeah, kind of giving so an intro and then it's going to move on to someone important <laughs> no 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 we stay with dr t the whole time yeah, yeah. he's essentially a a physician yeah un- yeah unqualified physician is that what we're going with that's how he yeah. he's not a fake doctor he's an unqualified physician his dad oh that really got that got his back up yeah his dad was a physician uh yeah. he got his medical certificate from the university of belize big shout out to uh, yeah, all the alumni of the university yeah, that's of about belize. time they got a shout out on this isn't it the university <laughs> of belize fair play man well said well said so as they, i think as they say it's a cereal box uh, certificate and so it doesn't give him any right to practice medicine in the states but he knows a lot about it so then he starts advising people on it and then yeah. all of a sudden he somehow finds his way to start rep- you know giving dosage to baseball players yeah gets gets caught for it once yeah goes away for a couple of years that's right no one remembers who he is and he just starts again yeah he's a proper chance i've got Oh, I sort big of time. reluctantly have some sort of respect for him because of how much, <laughs> how, how big, his, how big his balls are. Like, how do you keep coming back from this? Dog? He so, so he's Cuban American, and what they're saying is like yes. everybody in Miami who's like Cuban. We love this baseball, and funny. that was his link. Yep. It, it, all his heroes are like uh, you know baseball players, and baseball. he wants to play baseball himself. Jose, Jose Canseco. <laughs> the ones they were just reeling off, just all these like insert like Spanish name here all these brilliant baseball players like they were my heroes and you know we, all, all of them went down for like drugs as well you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. which he was real enough from like the 60s and 70s or whatever but he's just your typical he, he's the character that we've been waiting for i feel for this for this uh, podcast like <laughs> yeah. he's just got everything that we're asking for he's he's a coke addict he's a fake doctor or sorry unlicensed physician as he unlicensed physician he loves yeah. coke he said he 50 to sixty thousand dollars he was spending a month yeah. on cocaine yeah big um, time and it's like i think i think you know but especially being miami they've got some pretty cheap connection there yeah so i yeah. wouldn't imagine he, that's getting through a lot of <laughs> a lot of product I just, you know what he was like hope he's sharing he, he said that and i i love this image he said when this was all happening with the with the drugs and he was prescribing them we're talking 2000s aren't we probably throughout the 2000s i think this 2003 2008 periods i think yeah I'm about yeah. right and he was like you know miami man it's just it's just still like the 80s out here <laughs> so all i picture now is him in vice city you know gta that's <laughs> yeah he, he's still in the 80s dr t and yeah he's loving the cocaine <laughs> he's loving the women and he's loving the the, the planes flying in and out with drugs no, he's just he loves he loves and the then, atmosphere and the night and occasionally season. mixing mixing with baseballers. That's his, <laughs> his dream. Yeah, exactly. That's so like Doctor T is 
he's just a hell of a character. He's got I, I love the way so like we've said he's a fake doctor and stuff. And we'll come on to meet our next. Have, have we have we mentioned that he's a fake, fake doctor? Fake doctor. Let's just keep saying it because he hated it as well. He's an unlicensed <laughs> physician. But like when you um, we, we'll come on to our next character in a second. He's like up there with him for being just as strange, oh, but in a different yes. way, Porter, yes. Porter Fisher. But what what he spotted or what he took a picture of, like, and I love this for fake doctor. All you've got to do is you wear a white coat, get your name on it with doctor, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and a stethoscope at all times, which is just perfect. And then you can this, do it. You, this you, is a real tangent, but supposedly, <laughs> like, one of Florida's main revenue streams mm. is yeah, yeah. is essentially, uh, you know, what is it? What, what would you call it? What would you call that industry? Uh, it is it is unlicensed physicians like, uh, just sort of fake doctors it's fake doctors it's just fake doctors and like, they realised up it down in Miami that you can just do Jeez. whatever you want I think I've seen some of these videos fake doctor that's ringing a bell <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, yeah well, I think it's must have been on the, on the documentary another documentary somewhere but it's <laughs> it's like they said that then the governor or the mayor or whatever it was of yeah. Florida then at the time at this same time had come from like that was how he made his money before he got into politics yeah that's stuff. right yeah he, he he was and he was the one who, who yeah the, that's right yeah um, which I, this is such an american phrase i love it he pleaded the fifth in court fifth. like yeah 82 like five times, times or something yeah so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect because that's all you got to do so tony's riding that wave tony's riding that wave absolutely and and he and you know what he's not sorry about it at all he's loving the chaos <laughs> no. that he's caused the whole time but then yeah we get on to this is this uh, the, the second main character in it my favorite um, again nothing to do with baseball <laughs> it's just this is porter porter fisher who is a professional tanner <laughs> self-proclaimed <laughs> professional tanner it's literally what he could he's a tannin expert after the situation yeah. and the jersey shore crew oh. also feature in this documentary yeah the situation he's, he's the next most famous tanner i'd say that i absolutely know. Uh, and and more power to pause it as well like he is he needs he's it. just as good a tan as um as it, it reminds me a lot of a uh, pump and iron he should he, i'm sure he would have been one of those bodybuilders clapping oh, in the you know, in the, yeah in the audience yes. <laughs> he's one of those guys oh, good good crossover yes he yeah. definitely would have been there watching yeah, go back and listen to our Pump and Iron episode and um, you'll know exactly what we're, what we're talking about. But tell us a bit more about Porter Fisher. Tell us why he is... I can't explain him, basically. You, he, you have to he, do it. I can't either. He's They call him gullible. He's just a big... He's a big idiot who loves to tan, <laughs> loves to yeah. work out. And yeah. just always say... They said he just believes everyone and just didn't really... It doesn't seem like he's got friends. You kind of feel sorry yeah, for him. Yeah, he's a sucker, so basically. he just... Anyone that gives him any sort of leeway, he just latches on. And he gets on to yeah. Tony because he's... Tony's, at some stage, set his offices up at a tanning salon. That's right. Uh, and so then Porter gets involved with him. And you love this. You watch these bits because Porter just doesn't leave he kind of oh. wants a job there I know, I know but he's willing to... to work for free yeah. and he's like i can do marketing for you not really cottoning on that they don't yeah, want to do marketing. It. he's like they had they had no marketing and no pamphlets and i saw an opportunity it's like man realize what you're doing like he's given yeah. you pills that you're taking and you're getting like all of a sudden your workouts are unbelievable like <laughs> what do you think he's like well i'm taking him from a doctor like he he definitely fell for what you said about tony the white yeah. coat certificate on the wall <laughs> name on the white coat stethoscope exactly, exactly like exactly. the full kit and caboodle and it's not until like it takes him ages of like 
pitching himself to work there. What feels like months. Yeah, he, he essentially pays his way in. Like it, yeah. or like he, he was like four thousand dollars. He pays. That, he goes. I got money. How does he get his money, Kel? How he got knocked he off. <laughs> he got hit by a car, but that was a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> he made a load of money. <laughs> so, so he got paid yeah. out. It had everything, this thing, didn't it? It had, like, shunky dealing. Oh, it, It's one of the hardest ones we probably had to do because it's it's really hard to explain how bizarre everything was. The amount of the amount of name drops. I also wanted to name drop, actually, because he's someone that you'll just forget in a documentary. But his name was Tim Elfring. He was the journalist. He was the only voice of reason throughout this oh, yes. whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like they had to just flip to him yeah. for, for him to then just go, he's an idiot. Tony's an idiot. Porter's an idiot. It was like he w- <laughs> he was the adult, you know, to us. We were like, what, what what's going on here, Tim? Like, cause, and then he was saying, like, look. And, yeah, he was laying into poor, um, poor Porter, just going, like, yeah, he said... He once went to visit him because he eventually goes to the press porter about the whole thing. And he was he's like, a rat. Yeah, he's a rat, basically. And he said, I walked into, he'd had all the blind shots. He's drinking Kool-Aid from a from a plastic cup with all big, that. Big gulp cup. <laughs> big gulp with a big, um, what would you call it? The doll of the, of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, the, like the action figure. The action figure. That's it. That's it. Exactly. So this is the type of guy Porter is. He's very gullible. He gets the no Tony through... This, the salon and he starts giving Porter sort of performance steroids wasn't it, it they called it home, hormone replacement therapy because he was acting as like an anti-aging and oh this is the other it, thing it, yeah, that's what he's prescribing or and, pretending to be oh my god fronting as it, god it's almost like you're watching this whole thing in disbelief every single character yeah maybe except the journalist you just look at and go you're an idiot right down to the baseballers who are like oh. trusting this dude so it's like A-Rod and then there's another guy you mentioned him, Manny Ramirez, Manny who Ramirez. was like the first. He like he's patient zero. got caught using it. He's patient zero. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where Tony had to have a hiatus before he, you know, exactly. got in, exactly. got involved with Porter. Eventually, like Porter, Porter gets the job, doesn't he? And he starts. He kind of unwinds it, and then he starts. He wants his money back. Doesn't get it. You know. Tony just says no, and then real like Porter just steals all these documents. Like, they, like you're just sitting there going, all the documents are just like laying around. Yeah, just you're like, is this notes, legit? Handwritten notes. This is crazy. Like, yeah. And these these guys like clients are like some of the highest paid athletes in the world. Yeah. So of course, like Alex Rodriguez is in there, and even Porter himself says like Tony's so stupid that like if he would have just put Alex Rodriguez, he was like, there's a thousand Alex Rodriguez in Miami. In Miami, But yeah. this one he's written his note, like, A-Rod, um, like, made a pro. <laughs> he's put, like, <laughs> but this is the other thing as well. Tony's given drugs, not only to the professionals in the major league baseball. Just average shows. College students. College and, and, baseball yeah, high players, school. High school students. And then, yeah, he says, like, oh, yeah, they had a police special. Policeman would just come in. He was like, "Yeah, I was giving testosterone to them." But the way this is where it sort of gets interesting for the story itself. No care. Oh. T- Tony himself cannot source enough testosterone to meet the demand. So his dad's the physician, the doctor. Yet he can legally write prescriptions. His dad, but he runs out of testosterone essentially, 
and so then he has to go <laughs> basically he starts going to a criminal gang he gets involved in criminal I feel, this is... I feel like you know you and i often in these episodes when we start we try and avoid like telling the whole story because like obviously <laughs> it's good you if you, but it's but it's so hard because it's like it's almost like you and i having to yeah. say this out loud to kind of believe <laughs> yeah. this story the, actually look the more we talk the more i'm moving this documentary up the rankings just because it's it like be. <laughs> what it's like it's just so unbelievable like there so like you said all of a sudden he goes to just the criminal element because he can't get it from his usual sources and then all of a sudden of course you're going to get the the shonky underworld not just you know the the mob bosses are essentially involved the carbones no the carbones man I'm glad you bring them up like I'm going to have a controversial view on the carbones these are two criminals who have moved down from New York I think the Carbone Brothers, because they love to tan. Just, They're the ones who so, own the tan and salon. Look, we're all doing it. It's essentially like the Godfather. Yes, do that yeah. stereotypical do that thing. mob exactly. accent, and they've moved. Oh, we're going to Florida. Like we've all watched it, Sopranos. Whatever you want to do, that's that's that's, that's, yeah. that's to a T. One hundred and ten percent. That's exactly them. So the Carbones who own this chain of talents, tan and salons, who then recruit Tony and say, "Come on, let's do a little deal." And then you've got. Um, Paul Porter, who's sort of caught up in the middle of all this because he just lo- he's a professional. Love his tanning. He's okay. a professional tanner. He's trying to do his job. Do you remember last week, Dylan, when you said that you hate people who like explain the dreams? <laughs> do you ever feel like we're doing that right now? <laughs> like oh, trying trying to explain the dream. That I to, like, people will get this when they watch this documentary. Like yeah. it's just you're sitting there going like, how is this all happening? Like, yeah, it's not. You know, so the car bones get involved. There's another guy called Yugi who's the yeah. testosterone dealer. Like he's the testosterone dealer. And they throw another dude in there who's just a career criminal and all of a sudden they're just they're playing Porter and Tony, who are both exactly. as dumb as each other, like fiddles. And it's worth it for that alone because Now can I go. Can I introduce one more group of idiots into the into the concoction? And that's I think major I know league. You're gonna say yes. Major League Baseball <laughs> itself. So Major League Baseball, like a little quick. They haven't had a good run. Oh, yeah. They seem to us as though they're the most incompetent organization. It seems from the documentary. We we, we count. We, this is our third baseball one, unbelievably, that we've done. For some we love it. Who we love it. Um, but yet yeah, they get involved, and what they because obviously Alex Rodriguez, when all this comes out, is facing like a 220 game suspension. For, for basically taking these performance enhancing drugs from Dr. Yep. T. Just to hit so, some homers. Yeah, he, the, the, I love the stat deal about the home runs going up over time. Yeah. In baseball, brilliant. Direct like, correlation. So <laughs> yeah. you know, be stronger. Some people hitting 70 a season or something <laughs> like that, which is brilliant. But um, Major League Baseball sort of bring in their own law enforcement, don't they? Like, yeah, they create a division that's like ex cops. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, what? What are you doing, these ex-cops? And all these ex-cops, they're not, like, um, trusted or, like... <laughs> they're dodgy. They're, they're dodgy cops. Um, even <laughs> Dan, Dan Mullins, big shout-out to Dan Mullins, who, uh, he's the lead investigator. <laughs> and basically, he was um, he was caught sleeping with one of the um, nurses at Dr. T's. Just the, she was meant to be a witness, and then, yeah, they ended up sleeping together. He had an affair. Oh, like that. Yeah, so this is how mad this whole situation is. So you've got all these parties, you've got the criminal, criminal gang... Major League Baseball, Dr. T, Porter, like, all playing just off against... A-Rod, A-Rod by himself, because he's got that much money, he's A- got like A-Rod's, the full legal team A-Rod's. and some heavies that work for him as well. Like He's Absolutely. trying to flex on people and tell them what to do. Unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. A-Rod himself is just... He's, he just comes across oh, he's, as incredibly he's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Scary man. Sa- 
they were saying like they're going through his apartment and like everything's white like it's all like pristine white yeah, the floorboards yeah. are pristine white and there's all like TVs with just like footage of him playing baseball <laughs> on them like portraits of himself like he sounds like he's a nut nut bear he really does and he's, he really does and he's gotta be stupid to be obviously trusting buddy big tone Dr. T like oh, he can't be the God. sharpest tool in the shed and he's just seen like uh, other baseballers have been like going down working with Dr. T and have gone down for the drugs that they've done and <laughs> All of a sudden he goes, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's good. Yeah. Like it kind of shows you both with Major League Baseball, I think, and A-Rod, mm. that it's like, yeah, I think I said at the top, like if you're big enough, you just believe you can just do anything. Like, oh, it's... We'll watch this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm God. It, it'll... I'll walk away on the And look, let's be honest. I think the bloke's on TV as an analyst now, so he's fine. Oh, you see, this is the whole thing with it. Like, you, you'll, you'll watch the documentary and realise that everybody... Like, Dr. T is... He's giving drugs to kids in high school and he's laughing on the telly. <laughs> he's fine. Dr. T's fine. Don't worry about him. Nothing happens to him. Um, the two things that you just said about the God complex that Alex Rodriguez has got. Like, the first one that I remember off the top of my head was when... He loses the court case basically. I don't know if you saw this bit, Dill, but then he goes straight to he goes to a straight to a radio station and then just says, like, no, there's nothing he can do. Like he, he just goes and gives an interview straight after without his lawyers. He's basically yeah. just lost the case and just goes on the radio and says, What well, what are they gonna do? I'm like untouchable. Also when this when the suspension got announced, he went and played that night at the Boston Red Sox. He was just like, Yeah, he didn't he was like, No, I'm still playing. Like he was, he was basically thought there was nothing he could do to suspend him because he's bigger than baseball. I assume yeah, that's the impression that's, I got. And yeah, he's yeah, crazy. He's a crazy guy. That's it. It's mental. Now, I, to, can we sum up if this whole story wasn't crazy enough? Yeah. Oh, hey, I can I, you go on. Go for it. The, the, way, the way that this documentary was shot. Yeah. I found this strange as well. Can you run, us, run everyone through that element? Yeah, okay. Because so, you didn't mind it. I, I quite liked the way that they did this and I'll explain my reasons for it but I'd say this was the reason why this is how I came across it because I've heard about it like um, that they've done a documentary filmed in this way and it's quite clever if you sort of add everything up together but what they've done is instead of using reconstructions or using actors about all this stuff that goes on they've got kids like genuinely 8 to 12 year olds maybe playing each one of these people so you've got an 8 to 12 year old playing the part <laughs> of Dr. T. You've got a 10-year-old playing the part of Alex Rodriguez. You've got an 8-year-old who's Porter. And, and Porter's got fake muscles. And Porter's always wearing these fake muscles. It's like a 10-year-old. And he's brilliant, by the way. And I think, so, they've done all these scenes whereas the kids, they might, so you're letting... The recreation. The, 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 the recreation, you're letting Porter speak, the real guy. And the kids are just mouthing what he's saying. Yeah, like sort miming, of... miming his bit. It's like you know, we've we've, we've applauded other documentaries. I think the Ric Flair one that we did that yes. had a lot of cartoon in it. We're like, it's yes, good because you can just like good. tell the story in cartoon. That's right. My take on this was they didn't want to lash out on a cartoonist, <laughs> yeah. and kids it were cheaper was. to employ. It's cheap to hire ten, you know. And also, just while before I forget it, before I forget it. Because they use kids to recreate the scenes, when mm. they're doing the scene talking about Dr. T yeah. giving this doping to high school kids and the parents being there with the high oh, school was, kid, yeah. they, they so used two, two 10 year olds as the parents and one's got, you know, the beard. <laughs> yeah. And then the high school kid is a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
so good. I just found it really clever because when we were trying to deconstruct it before we came on to record it, I was just like, I can't see how else they can tell this story in a way. And you're right, maybe with animation, <laughs> and it would be more expensive. Clearly. Or maybe you could tell it because each one of these characters that's involved in this are so childish and so I mean, ridiculous. Get on here, Tasker. Get on air, Tasker. <laughs> Say you want some to do some animations. I mean, I know, not, no disrespect to animators out there, but there's a lot of people willing to do that on the cheap. Absolutely. As absolutely. opposed to getting kids to exactly mime audio. Like, I just thought, like, who was, was it, was it the, 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 was Porter and Dr. T trying to talk the same way to yeah. the kids or was it the other way around? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. That was, that, that was so strange. A, a word of advice to the director, Billy Corbin, just, just go on air task it instead of hiring these kids. <laughs> but I, I, I found that really, I thought it was very clever. They're all his kids. <laughs> and also, because I, I, you know, I've mentioned several times here that South Park to me is like the best thing that's ever created. And I always think, doing a cartoon on a difficult subject or a dry subject um, just automatically makes it you like Rick and Morty or whatever you can do like a serious subject and it makes it funny because it's cartoonish and each one of these real characters are cartoonish including the Major League Baseball <laughs> including oh. Alex Rodriguez so you can sort of caricature them and using kids to do it was just really I, I would really now that I'm going I am pushing it more towards Senna because I, I'm going no, go and watch let's it. Not get, not, don't, I'm not, don't I'm not get saying out it of is, Senna. Don't get out of hand. It's I'm saying it's better than halfway. No, it, it's midway. No. I'd say just above. It's it's interesting. It's it's, it's a not even way a sports a documentary. documentary. <laughs> it's not. It's not a sports. It's a drugs documentary. And probably what the fourth <laughs> one we've done. You, you mentioned you mentioned car, Yeah, this is more reflective on us. You yeah. mentioned cartoons. Can I do a quick honourable mention? Go go. Oh yeah, please please. Because uh, there's. <laughs> It's it's the second time this is featured. It, mm-hmm. They also featured in the Tiger documentary. That oh, we I know you say. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's part two. It's it's a, a, a news. I think it's a news network in Taiwan who do recreations, and they're always yeah. in like Sims-like cartoons. Yeah, and that, it, it it features again talking about. I can't remember what they were doing. A Rod doing something and being dodgy, and how money changed hands, or they were doing a recreation. Yeah, they featured again. Big shout out. Well, I might might go there for all my news in the future it's really like you said it's a light way to get it so yeah Bill, billy corbin should have hired these animators <laughs> to do the whole thing just like get them to do it the taiwanese caricature i mean you can't you can't do doping doping in the chinese government we know they got their fingers in that Ooh, pie cal maybe, don't maybe bring it into week. this maybe next week we've yeah. done the russians and we've done the russians on that one um, oh, maybe God. maybe next week what about um also just some of the scenes that the kids were reconstructing like where um, Alex Rodriguez and Dr. T, according to Dr. T. Let's take everything that Dr. T says with a pinch of salt. But he, <laughs> a <he's>, big pinch. <laughs> big pinch. He was in the club with uh, Alex Rodriguez, weren't he? They were, he just injected yeah. him in the bathroom. With in the bathroom, as the you bathroom. do. It, in Vegas. And he got his blood vial or something from him. And yep. then he said, and then we just went back into the club and was partying and dancing around. So the reconstruction of those kids dancing in the club dancing and stuff. Dancing like in the club, Looking yeah. for the blood vial on the floor was really funny. That was really Glitter good. cannons going off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was funny. I wanted to ask you as well, Dylan, because just as a tangent, what I meant to ask you before, with this tannin professional, was tannin a thing? I was, I was literally going to ask you this. Right. I've jotted down just in my notes here. Yeah. Cal... Kel, were you ever a tanner? <laughs> no, right. So, 
because I've, I mean, I've been to the beach with you, and you definitely don't like the sun. Absolutely no. Moths, moths are hitting me left. I think I'm a light bulb. That's how white I am. <laughs> so it's like um, they said that in Miami, it's got the mo- most concentrations of suntan parlors. What, what do you call them? Yeah, yeah. Tanning salons. Tanning salons, like uh, in America, which is hilarious because the sun's always out. Sun, sunny state. Yeah. So I was like, is it was that at the thing here when you were growing up and you were? I think say, it was. I think um, I think Anthea, Anthea, my wife, worked at one. Um, yeah right but now, yeah. but now they're illegal like they're underground you have to know someone who's oh, kind oh, of really? purchased it and they got it in the garage type setup because they oh. kind of say now that it's bad for you it'll give you cancer like everything else what like a speakeasy sort of town and so on like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah knock thrice you go down there you can, <laughs> you can <laughs> you let get you some boot, bootleg booze and get a tan hey, hit me up people <laughs> hit me up because I'm white as anything here in the middle of winter um, yeah I've got like me when we were younger there was definitely like and probably the same like you know similar cultures really everybody wanted to be tan and i was definitely wanting to tan you know like when i was 12 <laughs> like gotta go to school all the, all the good looking girls in our school look like orange pieces of leather walking around asking i'm like bloody hell i need to get a tan here to stand any chance and like and even i was telling you about this another time when when i was younger me mum would get hello mum would get like uh, <laughs> switch off now sure. yeah the the bed like a tanner's on you get one delivered and you could rent it for like four weeks <laughs> no yeah and it would get delivered to your house and you'd have it under the in bed and then yeah in your house oh. and you go into your like me mum and me mum's room then she would be like before we went on holiday you know to spain so she wasn't the whitest woman in the in the, in the apartment <laughs> complex <laughs> yeah you would tan then underneath that like and you'd have it on for half an hour the room would just glow up you know like everyone you, in the street did you get a, this room did you get a go <laughs> did you ever get in there and i'd probably try to yeah i probably but I, I was very well behaved wasn't i i'm sure um, i'm sure my sister would have had to go my sister would have been on there with the little goggles on um, but yeah how weird is that how weird is that but it was a very look that's a very strange way to sum up uh, a documentary that was very it does. very very strange. It does sum it up. Um, any other honourable mentions? I think we've got look the kids doing that and yeah and the and the <laughs> the time that's the, they're the best. They're the that, best that take outs. I reckon it's features time. I think yeah, I think so um let's get into the features. Yeah, okay, straight into it still so um employee of the week have we got any nominations who do you think is <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good characters, but no one really actually does a good job. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. except except the the child actors because they probably <laughs> yeah. they yeah. probably didn't get paid much. They probably didn't get paid much, and they actually held it together. They actually were. It's either, it's between the journalist, um, I forget his name, Tim, or the kids. The kids. <laughs> so the, yeah, obviously Porter. not the journalist. Not the journalist. We got to give it to Porter, the child's Porter. The Porter. Yeah, he had the, to the he had actor. to wear those extra muscles the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he was class, and especially like you know when he was running around that the. Paul's had basically just been robbed by the cartel and he's right <laughs> <laughs> so like, he just gets robbed by the cartel from outside yeah, the tan and so on that's, that's true and he's running around and like the little <laughs> kids running around just like with a t- fake tan on and stuff like that that was funny like that kid was fantastic and he had he had his work cut out for him trying to mine um what the Con- real Porter sounds like Contra- controversial one uh, and look you might have to edit this out but go on can we can we remove the a rod child actor from this because i didn't like that looked like a real fake tan oh yeah it did it looked like a slightly affected didn't it tan i know what you mean because like that haircut as well is not obviously a real haircut 
it was it, it was, was borderline. that was a bit dicey for me i was <laughs> i want to look up the credentials of that kid but anyway borderline at best yeah 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 um so, but yeah look it, we're going to give employee the week to the porter the child version of porter he was he was hilarious in it he was hilarious. what about performance plan deal because there's tell you what there's plenty of bloody nominees for this one Three, the actual the actual porter has got to be the one <laughs> because i'll tell you what yeah, because yeah, yeah. not a rod is obviously a oh, multi-millionaire now not that not the money's everything but i think he's okay in life I he's come he out is. of this pretty well even yeah. dr t he had a good time he was doing a, a lot of cocaine, dr. T was himself. Uh, you know he was he was spending as much as he was getting he's just yeah. not a very frugal <laughs> man he didn't plan that's all his yeah his exactly. issues were. porter exactly. <clears throat> had no money trusted everyone oh. got robbed you know is now in hiding can't trust anyone he's... like he's an he's idiot. just a bit of a he's such a gullible and like you know usually you're like oh he's a lovable idiot and and you're just like he wasn't that lovable either and like he's, i'm sorry to say poor porter he's laying into him he just wants a mate but like he, he was like um at the end of it like i said like everyone just gets a slap on the wrist you know everyone gets away with it. i think dr t does 20 months in jail blah 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 everyone gets a like alex rodriguez uh. as you say he's on the telly he doesn't even he's probably forgotten about it and then, uh, but like Porter just gets nothing. He's like, I'm by myself. I've got no mates. He was like, where's he was like, where's my cupcake? I don't think he, he, he had mates. No, I don't think he has. Porter just like, look, sorry about that, mate. But let's just uh, just start wising up and don't trust everyone that you meet. Um, just a bit of advice there for Porter, um, if you're listening. Um, Friday drinks. Let's get onto the fun one because I know I there's got to be a few nominees for this one. Surely, out, out, outside of our good friend Sneaky Pete, I don't want to go with anyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll happily go with you. Just let's, me. All right, let's go. It's been a while, hasn't it? We'll go. Me and you can go. Are you inviting Doctor T? Could you? Do you not want it? I mean, maybe, maybe the journalist. He'd have the some journalist. stories at least. And it could translate it. You could translate a little. For us, gone. What, what was going on there, Tim? And and I think Tim, Tim himself was sort of. He looked a bit knackered by the whole thing. Don't, have, don't even know if his name was Tim. Maybe, maybe not. Journalist. <laughs> journalist himself hey, journalist boy jeez it's gonna be a no one's, no one's really putting the bar tab so, here are they so maybe we just go maybe me and you just go and just have a little breather after watching this because we probably need a little bit of a rest to sort of um just to sort of process everything that we this saw is, maybe this is some um, we've got such vanilla lives this happens in the world what about then okay now you say that let's let's get the car bones on they're the winners they're the winners from this. Let's go pop on Friday drinks. They're the mob. The mob get the they mob make in. Us pay for everything. They bully us. <laughs> oh, I'm man, sick imagine. of being bullied at Friday drinks. I know what what they would do is like, we they would say it's on us, it's on us, it's on us, and then me and be like, oh, what a wild night, what a wild night, and then he would turn up the next day going, did you see the bill? And I'd be like, oh mate, it's I didn't I didn't realize you got four thousand dollars here just for you, and I'd be like, oh on the card. God on the card it's like it's not going to pay for itself you invited us I don't know so, so just me and you then yeah yeah and yeah, Pete screw that sneaky and, and Pete. sneaky Pete see if he's alright okay nice one well look Dill um, thanks again thanks for watching and thanks for listening everybody we really do appreciate it when you listen um, drop up, drop in into our DMs um, but just with suggestions oh slide yeah slide into our, our DMs suggest any other sports documentaries that we should watch no, and no drugs no drugs no more drugs ones and no more baseball actually three's enough isn't it <laughs> three's enough for this we've done that we've done the main ones but um just isolating the american audience yeah let's isolate yeah if you're a fan of major league baseball let us know if you missed one but you know what i'm saying it now i doubt it there's no one as good as that <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right let's wrap this up Dill. thanks a lot mate and i'll um, i'll speak to you next time okay 
Until next time, stay part time. Until next time, stay part time. I nearly got it. I nearly got it all right into the last bit. <laughs> The hosting, the hosting's hard. Hey, the hosting's hard as it looks. Still, well done, me. <laughs> You're back on it next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>